Welcome to another episode of Talk Your Way Up, a platform where you become a better speaker. Hello and welcome everyone. Today is a special segment in our series and we are very excited to have our first guest on the show. When Harith and I were discussing whom to call in as a first guest, we were both sure it had to be Rohit Saluja. We got acquainted with Rohit through Toastmasters and he's someone who both of us look up to. He's a distinguished Toastmaster, which is the highest education award in Toastmasters. And I'd love to mention much more, but let's hear it from Rohit himself. So Rohit, uh, what was your journey in the public speaking field? My journey in the public speaking field has had a very bumpy start. And I've told the story to a lot of people. And the story actually starts, the entire journey actually starts from me actually shivering on stage to the extent that the mic I was speaking into was also shaking. And just imagine a guy with no self-confidence speaking in front of the whole school and he's actually just reading out news. Oh my God. That was one hell of an experience. That is how everything has started and you people calling me over as a guest already speaks a lot that I have done something in my life. Definitely, Rohit. Right from school, uh, you say reading the news. Yeah, I remember we used to have uh, each person come up on the stage. One would say quote of the day, news of the day. Yes. From there, uh, I know you've uh, taken part in debates, declamation and a lot ever since, uh, right? Yes. How has that gone for you? So my debate journey starting from school through my college was actually initially curated by my mom because she would actually write my debate honestly and then I would just have to go and speak. But then when I started reaching till the national level for debating in my school, I started realizing that I need to step away from this whole model where my mom is actually writing my debate and I'm just going and reciting it. And that is where when I stepped into college, I was introduced with this entire new world of parliamentary debating. Oh, that was such an addiction for me. And I I very consciously use the word addiction because there was a very specific role which was called the whip. And the whole purpose of the whip is to listen to whatever is spoken and just go and bash the other person out on the facts. And I so loved that. And... I don't want to boast about myself, but I was the best whip in the college during the time I was in college. Wow. <laughs> and whip is something like where uh, it's it's similar to man, but debates depending on global economics. And... Right. And when you say a whip, you have a very specific image in your mind what a whip is in, in like the literal mm-hmm. sense. That is how mm-hmm. sharp I was. <laughs> whipped the other person yes i would literally whip off the people and honestly what actually i learned the most was not out of practice but out of listening to people Mm -hmm. so initially when you started you were pushed um and uh, you were pushed in onto the stage to grab the mic but over time you became comfortable and you decided you know what this is something i actually like that's right. And after that, you just kept moving forward. Debate, hosts, whips and whatnot. Honestly, if you and, think uh, about it, you are actually pulled into the world. You are not really willing to come out. So you are mm-hmm. either pushed into something or you are pulled into something. 
right right so at this point right when you uh, made this transition one was your uh, interest and something that you wanted to get better at without having someone else write the debate for you but did you consciously practice anything or did, did you uh, take it up as a challenge worked out honestly the first thing that i actually did was i stand in front of the mirror and speak to myself and that's probably the old school first tip any public speaker would get from anyone and that's the first tip i got and that's the first thing i did although it was just when i was reading news when i was reading the thought of the day it was reading out of a paper but i would still do that standing in front of the mirror and from there coming to a point where now i just have a structure to the speech and i'm not talking about a 2 minute speech i'm talking about a 20 minute speech i just keep in mind this is what i have to talk about and i just go and talk about it it has been a long way but that is the first baby step you have to take mm. did you have like some sort of a mentor to guide you along the way when you started or was it just by yourself i have always had a mentor although the mentors have changed so initially it was my mom then in college it were college seniors who were brilliant at modeling united nations and debating and then when i joined toastmasters i had someone from imb oh okay okay so it's essential to have a mentor to jump start your public speaking journey it's always good to have somebody who listens to you and uh, gives you feedback and so that you can keep improving and uh, changing that over time actually more than that just to add here i felt that it's not about who's giving you feedback it's more about who's able to track your progress mm-hmm. because when you talk to an audience of 100 you can get a 101 feedback mm-hmm. but that one feedback matters from the person who has seen you grow yeah so so he can actually see that you've applied the feedback and improved otherwise it's just taking feedback trying and without knowing if it has even worked absolutely right because a lot of the times we forget that that's the difference between an evaluator and a mentor yeah yeah evaluator just gives you one feedback based on what he seen but mentor is seen the entire journey from there yes he's seen the entire arc of your growth over time that's that's really nice and it's good to i mean it's it's good that you've had so many mentors in so many different facets just uh, under the umbrella of going up on stage and talking Uh, I'm pretty sure you would have seen a lot of speakers over time in in terms of debates in terms of toastmasters uh, and I'm sure you you would have gotten whipped and whipped a lot of other people uh, but from all this journey I'm sure you would have met a lot of people who are exceptional like you just see them on stage you know that they are a class apart it it doesn't take a genius to figure that out and each of these people that you've seen what really stands out to these people who have really practiced and mastered this art so if i think about that and in a very layman term if i have to put it i listen to these people and i literally get goosebumps in the first minute of their speaking that's the layman answer to your question mm. but being part of those masters what i've realized is and here's a little bit of technical aspect of it not jargon but technical that anyone who is able to hit an emotion into me and i'm not talking about the regular laughter smile happy sad sorrow not those any sort of emotion it could be something very wise that i never thought of so i'm curious now 
any sort of emotion any speaker is able to strike into me that gives me goosebumps and that person goes completely beyond the charts that makes you part of their uh, speech right and that for me actually defines who is a great speaker and who is a good speaker and how can one do that like let's say you're feeling a very deep emotion and you want the audience to feel that i think that is a i mean that's really a superpower if you can make the audience feel what you go through um, but that's not very easy uh, i mean especially when you're starting off so uh, what are the different ways you can truly evoke those emotions the first and foremost thing that i can think of is actually be honest to yourself about the emotions because i see a lot of people coming and talking about a certain topic and they are either not okay with the topic they're just pushing themselves to speak on the topic or they've not thought through what would happen with them so for example i've seen a lot of people come and talk about a tragedy that might have happened in their life half of the people have not accepted that it has happened and they have not moved on so what end result happens is either they get too emotional or they are not that very vested into the speech itself so you really need to accept that this is what is it is and if it's a curiosity thing or for that matter humor i think the first thing for you is go in front of the mirror and talk to yourself back to basics yes if you can't make yourself laugh on the joke forget making anyone else laugh <laughs> true, true. That, that's very interesting rohit i mean uh, i i see this all the time right you, the speech when a person goes to give a speech it it shouldn't be forced uh, giving a speech itself is not an intention it's about conveying a message right if it's an emotion that you yourself feel uh, it shouldn't be too hard to bring that out and because others will want to get involved in your speech right it's they are there to listen to you so give them what uh, whatever it is that you want to convey thoroughly and clearly that's right actually there if you have to categorize speeches there are two parts of the speech first type of speech is where people are there to listen to you the other part of the speeches the other type of the speeches where you are there to tell people a story you have to be very clear about why you are there on the stage and you know it's the thing that we are talking about is like a full house but people forget that there are small bricks then you have pillars then you have paint then you have interiors and there are so many small small things that actually make it a house that we call home so there are so many small small things that saying that you have to be true to your own emotions is just one aspect of it there are so many other aspects of it that if you start talking about it one day of the recording will not be enough <laughs> from outside it's just a beautiful house and you're just seeing the house but only when you go inside can you see the nuances and the amount of effort that is gone in to actually build the house uh, it's, it's basically a long process it's beautiful it's a beautiful way to put it so is there uh, different ways you can uh, prepare for each of these purpose uh, that you've just mentioned or or is it all like a one stop solution that if you do these this and this 
you'll reach your goal you'll become a better speaker actually there is no one stop solution because everyone have their own way of telling a story telling a information telling a message and if anyone who's looking for a guide book that this is how you will achieve it that does not exist there is no these are the five steps and you will become great never once you start doing those five steps if at all they they exist you will yourself realize that those five steps don't really apply completely to yourself those will apply partially to you so and i i can give you this example between the three of us all three of us have a different style of speaking harith has a very uh if i have to put it reliant on delivery style of speech he's very strong with energy on the stage and he's very strong with the voice modularity and the way he portrays his gestures on the other hand i am someone who is who does not have that much of an energy but i can take the person to a surprise with the different perspective that i have and for you vikas you take your time to think it through and sometimes we might say no you are taking time but actually that gives you a very very good structure to your content so all three of us have a different style now if between three of us we start thinking okay let's put down five rules of how can we be great speakers we will start digressing probably at the second rule itself yeah we we just can't come up with five that works for all three of us yeah which comes back to actually having a mentor who knows us our personality our style and then giving us the five steps that are appropriate uh, i think that's where the power of a mentor truly comes in and i think it's a lot of self analysis i'm i'm quite sure you'll you, you'll keep analyzing what did i do today that i didn't like and probably record right. yourself on video and watch it again write down what you can potentially improve on it's it's a lot of self analysis process i'm sure you've been through that as well completely true yeah and i mean one you're seeing it on the mirror and after that you're seeing it on the video and you see the distinction whether are you able to bring out the same person in the mirror and the video there's a third wheel to this you imagine something so you will start now comparing this is what i'd imagined it will look like and then you'll see this is how it actually is looking like yeah <laughs> true true big disconnect between what you thought and what is yes yeah. But yeah, I like the previous point that you mentioned, where you said you have to do a lot of self therapy, if I can call it that, to handle your emotions before you are ready to express those emotions on stage. It it has to be stable within yourself first. Um, and once you do that, have you noticed that it's easier to express them on stage? Forget a friend or a parent. It is so much better and. honestly when you are completely okay with whatever has happened in your past and you are talking about it when you are moved on it does not really affect your yourself in a very physical way it won't increase your heartbeat it won't create nervousness and once you have accepted you are okay to be vulnerable in that state we all talk about that how vulnerable you are in front of the people you are talking to mm-hmm. and if you are not if you are trying to protect yourself they'll never have that soft touch in your content that they will not feel connected to you mm-hmm. yeah yeah i completely agree with you over there 
that reminds me uh, we have a common friend called Hina and she's actually a cancer survivor and she gave this speech yes. about i mean her entire journey and it was so emotional so to reach that level of an emotional connect with your audience i really feel you need to have that self discipline and inner connect if i can call it that um before you are ready that's right and honestly since you have brought this example which is a very brilliant example of what i wanted to say if you if i if someone goes and objectively marks her on the basis of probably public speaking she might not be 100 out of 100 mm. but that particular speech that she spoke about herself was so impactful mm. and the only difference is emotion yes just because she has that she's okay to accept it and she's okay to talk about it and she's okay to be vulnerable about it in front of people is what made that speech that topic for her brilliant that that's exactly why we can't have a one stop solution each person has their strength and uh, it makes sense to analyze what our individual strength and weaknesses and uh, focus on that so rohit when we uh, do a lot of these analysis we tend to notice uh, similar traits if i may say in other speakers the ones we hear so when you look at when you hear a speech uh, be it a beginner or, or an expert what are the things you look at and uh, do you evaluate as you listen absolutely so i when i'm listening to someone for me i have to be completely in that moment i don't have to keep any bias before or after and when i say before or after it could be anything i know that person for the last 20 years forget it what is happening in that speech because when i am an audience it's okay to have those biases but when i am an evaluator i have to see and have to be unbiased about that speech so that i can give a evaluation that fits most of the people obviously it can't fit everyone and the second thing that i'm very conscious about is i say everything that i feel about and when i say that i'm not thinking about how the audience is taking the speech i could be the one only person in the entire audience who could feel a very particular thing but i will still put it in the evaluation if i feel very strongly about it and there has been so many instances where even when we are listening to great speakers and after the entire speech we are discussing i bring up a point and in the group of five people rest of the four people don't agree with me which is okay because it's what you felt he, the the speaker is asking right. for your opinion not the general opinion yes and that makes a big difference because if there is somebody you trust somebody whose instincts you like and for me that's actually been you rohit for a long time you actually go and tell them that listen i'm trying to work on this uh, can you please have a look out for this the next time i speak and uh, you have these stones you have these steps in front of you that i'm trying to dominate this first which which can be my filler words which can be my delivery which can be my gestures and over time you climb these steps one step at a time and it's nice to have somebody stand outside and look at the entire staircase and see how much you've climbed over time what else is it that you look out for uh like a uh, speaker is giving a speech i'm sure you'll have some mental checklist uh, that this is really good this needs improvement 
what are those checklists that you'll have in your mind while listening to a speech i started from checklists honestly i would have this checklist of how powerful are the gestures how is the vocal variety how is the structure of the entire speech if it's chronological if it's one two three points and then you have examples for each points immediately after but as i heard more and more speeches i started realizing that these checkpoints really don't matter so if you are starting with a checklist in your mind when you are evaluating someone two things either you are a beginner and you are new to evaluating someone then you definitely need to have those checklists and those checklists are body language vocal variety structure of the entire speech and usage of words four very important things but as and when you grow with time you will slowly realize that again like we said there's no solution fit all solution for public speaking similarly there's no fit all checklist for any speech and slowly with time with the number of speeches you listen to you'll start slowly pulling out each of these checklists and say okay this might not be relevant so the very important thing that i always tell people is you and me harith and me are musicians and we know this that you first start copying from people mm-hmm. then you start creating your own right right so you'll first copy the checklist from someone mm-hmm. and then you'll create your own mm-hmm. and that should work for uh, speech techniques as well right maybe uh, you can look up to a speaker that you admire try to identify their qualities and see if it fits your style absolutely if you for me i would look up to barack obama and why I, i would look up to him is very specifically because i wanted the power of content that he would deliver he was never great at and he never had a flair in public speaking but the way he delivered in a very subtle way and his content was so powerful and that's where he became the president of united states yeah ab- absolutely his speech is still quoted by many students which, which and i remember one incident right from uh, when i took part in a declamation contest in school it was a contest between barack obama's uh, yes we can speech and uh, dr abdul kalam's speech about uh, democracy and the country which he delivered in hyderabad nice. so both these speeches uh, are something that i really admire and uh, i finally picked abdul kalam's speech and i i can tell you uh, delivering that and trying to mimic uh, such a great speaker itself brought out a different level of confidence in me and which probably was a stepping stone i would say that's true and, and when you start copying slowly slowly you will take some elements out of it and you'll move on to a different person yeah but you need to understand who are the sort of people that resonate with your basic character Uh, like i'm sure vikas resonated with abdul kalam and you resonated with barack obama and uh, that depends on i'm guessing a lot of factors like whether you're introverted extroverted how comfortable you are with dealing with your emotions and expressing them on stage i'll put that a second step harun mm-hmm. the first step is to identify people you like okay which means you're watching a lot of public speeches yes and maybe at the end of the day you might realize this person does not resonate with me but trust me you'll still take away at least one point from that person mm-hmm. right right so yeah it, you can learn a lot by just watching speakers just take a notebook and just writing down i love this i really wish i could do this the next time i go up on stage 
and noticing these elements on a variety of speakers over time really builds your toolbox i really like that idea and once you find one person like uh, barack obama for you you try and replicate that delivery those words those choice of words and the and try and have the sort of impact that he had on you and you want a similar impact to your audience the next time you give a speech yes so how, i mean the how do you find a speaker let's say i'm i'm just new to this whole journey i'm new to public speaking how do i find somebody who i know i can resonate with and try and copy them i mean replicate them ted and tedx speeches are the usual suspect here but don't limit yourself to public speaking mm. look beyond the boundaries of a stage look at youtube videos look at podcasts mm. any form of communication that you like try and identify and listen to it even if it's a podcast or a youtube video where people are not using the stage or they don't have gestures you will pick up a lot of tips on content we have this bias in our head that we see that we have to only look at people who are speaking on stage mm-hmm. look beyond that's a whole debate isn't it delivery content uh, ultimately both are a part of your speech and pick up whatever you identify sounds good looks good because it will ultimately help improve your communication which which is the whole umbrella all right yeah, end of the day it's just expressing an idea whether it's written whether it's oral you have something you feel something and you want everybody else to feel the same way and you just channelizing it in multiple forms as long as we can grasp that nuances i think we can have a long repository of that yeah i think we had a lot to take away with today's discussion rohit any last words that you would like to leave us with and our listeners with if you are listening to this podcast you are on the right path but take your first step and start somewhere either by listening or by speaking thank you so much for having me here it was a pleasure rohit uh, really we i mean the time passed really well and it was informative we learned a lot So th- thank you so much for being our first guest in this uh, series and we're looking forward to have you again because there's a lot more that we can learn from you as well. It's been a pleasure. So that was our uh, episode about what qualities we identify in speakers around us. And we uh, discussed a lot of things be it identifying your individual styles and not having a one-stop solution for improving your speech. Harith and Rohit talked about the importance of a mentor in your journey and the difference between an evaluator and a mentor is that a mentor will stay till you implement your feedback and see that it's working for you finally if you're starting out check out tedx speakers youtube and and even anyone you admire who you like to listen to on tv or be it podcast or even articles that's also a part of communication so learn from them don't restrict yourself to delivery content and these technical words just learn what you find useful and it'll definitely help you in our journey so thank you for tuning in today we will see you in our next episode where we start off a new segment impromptu speaking so thank you for tuning in today remember you too can talk your way up